Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Jonathan Kahn stays with us, the author of Harbinger 2, The Return. So we were uh, looking at these parallels between the, the nine harbingers uh, that befell ancient Israel in uh, the 8th century BC They were uh, and how they parallel America at, in 9-11. So the, uh, the northern kingdom of Israel attacked a sort of a terrorist attack by the Assyrians. That, of course, parallels the, uh, the terrorist attack on 9-11. You had the falling of bricks that's mentioned in Isaiah 9-10. You have this hubris where the, uh, the ancient Israelis say, you know, they're defiant. Uh, instead of humbling themselves to God, they say, we'll build it back better. Of course, you have, as you mentioned, Tom Daschle and, and uh, a number of other politicians saying that exact same thing, thinking that, that uh, not, not understanding that Isaiah 9-10, when they're reciting it, it's, it's a judgment. Um, you know, they're talking about rebuilding the nation. We'll be, we'll build it better and build it higher. Uh, you also mentioned this sycamore, uh, tree that's mentioned in, uh, I guess, um, Isaiah, the, uh, the destruction of the sycamore in Israel, ancient Israel, they replace it with a stronger tree, which is a cedar tree. Likewise, a sycamore is destroyed. It's growing in the shadow of the world trade center tower. It's destroyed and paralleling that they, they replace it with they call it the tree of hope, a cedar tree. What happened to that that tree of hope, Jonathan? Yeah, well, the the, the word that um, that Isaiah uses is the Erez tree in Hebrew, which can mean a cedar, can mean a spruce. It's that pine. It's called a it's a panacea tree, and that's what they that's what they lowered down the thing. And, and as they did, you know, they had a ceremony again, and they and it's like nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody's nobody's trying to make it happen. It's all just happening. I mean, first it happened, the terrorists, you certainly didn't know about the Isaiah 9-10 when they, when they did, when they struck the tower that struck the, the sycamore and the whole thing. So it all just converted. Well, what happened is, you know, they, they say this is a symbol of, you know, we're coming back with all these things coming back. Well, since the book came out, now I wrote, I wrote The Harbinger in, in 2012. Um, the, the, there have been the harbingers haven't stopped. There's been more harbingers, and the, this one of the nine has continued or continued to manifest. Well, one of the signs in the Bible of national judgment uh, is the and many, many believers, many people know it when they go to church. They can hear is the withering away of a tree. The Bible speaks about that uh, several times. Is towards the nation's fall or destruction. Well, the tree of hope or this Erez tree, the, the which is the seventh harbinger. What happened to it is it started to wither away um, at ground zero. It starts withering. It's a symbol of America. Now, keep that in mind. America, yeah, well, it's withering and withering. It's not in the Bible of a nation that's spiritually withering away, you know, and, and is, there's a disease. Now, they tried to, they did everything they could to save it. I actually saw it withering away. They tried to put new ground, all the, it, nothing, whatever they did, it's like this one thing was like cursed. This, this harbinger was cursed, symbolizing America. Well, at one point, uh, Barack Obama, President Obama comes down to uh, to ground to, to ground zero on the anniversary of 9/11, and actually he has a scripture to read, but he changes the scripture. The scripture says that God breaks the bow, like of a nation, like he he's breaking like the bow and arrow. He's breaking uh, weapons and bringing us bringing the nation peace. It's national blessing, but he changes it. I'm not saying he knew what he's doing. Instead of saying bow, he says he breaks the bow. Well, breaking the bow is a biblical sign of judgment, breaking off the branches of the tree. Well, as he's doing this, across the street, this, 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 uh, this, this diseased uh, tree of hope 
is being, they're taking off the branches because they're breaking it off. So he's saying he has no idea. Well, the final thing is the upside of this is the fall of an eris tree. In the Bible, you'll read about, you know, the, the, the great cedar shall fall. Well, it says in, in Hebrew, the eris tree. Well, well, what happened is, finally, this harbinger was struck down at ground zero. And here it is one thing for a sycamore to be struck down. It's not so much a strong tree. But but for this kind of tree to be struck down, this is a sign of a nation's fall. So here it's struck down. It was struck down on a Hebrew holiday, which was Passover, which actually speaks of the judgment of a nation, Egypt. And that same night, another sign in the Bible of judgment appears in the sky, which is the, the, the moon turning blood red, the blood red moon. It happens that night, and the tree of hope is struck down. So if the if the sycamores, if you go there today, you won't see it. And in fact, they kind of erased every trace of it. I think people are coming from all over to see it because of the harbinger. Well, they've erased the trace of it. That was the symbol of America. If a sycamore falling down, struck down, it answers to 9-11, that warning strike, then what does the striking down of the aristry, the, the one that is a sign of a nation's strength, it speaks of the coming fall of a nation. In, the, in in both books, you talk about the relationship between judgment and exposing foundations. Yeah, uh, just expand on that. What do you mean? Yeah, it, it, one of the one of the templates in the Bible of national judgment is that when judgment comes, or when this when it begins, or the striking, it the nation's powers are struck and the the foundations of those powers are exposed kind of like a like you could picture a building coming down and the foundation is exposed well literally on 911 of course the foundations of of the building were exposed as it came down but now one of the powers of America is uh, foundational is its military power military superpower when did America like rise in that power when did it become when was it founded when it became a a, a worldwide uh, basically uh, military superpower. Well, it happened in 1941 when it entered the Second World War. It literally quadrupled its army and, and, and kept going, it, and it became, it emerged from that war as the superpower of the world military. Well, on, in that same year, 1941, they build a building to represent, embody that power, and to lead that power. Well, the building is the Pentagon. On 9-11, I mean, the, the, the Pentagon, symbol of America's power uh, and military is struck, is breached. Now, now again, you have a biblical thing that it's coming to the nation's powers. But not only that, the question is, when, when was that building, when was the Pentagon begun? Well, it begun in that year on, on, on a summer morning when they gathered at the Potomac River and they broke ground and they began the Pentagon. So when was the Pentagon born? The Pentagon was born on September 11th, 9-11. It is struck on the day of its birth, and it is struck that God says, I will, I will uncover the foundation. And the warning is, let me even, even go further, the, the Pentagon replaced another building that was, represented America, which was, called, was the war building. Well, the war building had existed for 60 years. Then the, then the Pentagon was built. If you take the day that the Pentagon was built and add, this, add 60 years forward, it comes out to September 11th, 2001, to the day and to the morning. So the, the, the warning is that America's powers and its rise to world power is all predicated on God. If you, if you cut off God, you turn against him, you war against him, then those powers will crumble, including the, the military superpower and the age of America will come to an end. All right, so you have the other um, source of American might, which is economic power. Yes. So talk to me about that. Yeah, 
well, the, the economic power of America, a little different. It was a gradual thing, unlike the other one. And it, it, it started, it was always centered in New York City. And, it, and, and so what happens on 9-11? You have the military power struck in, in Washington, and you have America's economic power struck in Washington, in, in, in New York. And what is struck? It struck, a, again, a, the symbol of America's preeminence, a global economic, which is the World Trade Center. But the thing is, it's in Manhattan. Now, now the, the thing is, where did Manhattan begin? Where did that, that's where America's economic power rose. Well, it began on the south end of the island, just where the World Trade Center was. But it began when Henry Hudson sailed up the Hudson River and basically discovered Manhattan. And that's the beginning. They set up a, literally a trade center, a, a little hut. Now we have the World Trade Center. Well, well, when was New York City born? New York City was born on September 11th, September the same day, 9-11. So you have both both places not only struck struck in the places, but struck on the day of their birth in the morning. In fact, Richard, uh, you know, I uh, one of the things that I held back when I wrote the Harbinger, I didn't put that in there. I put it in the Harbinger too. But the thing is that on the day of 9/11, a sign of that that first day that discovery comes up that through the on the water through the mist of destruction, a ship is coming up the the Hudson Bay, and it's 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 uh, a ship that's a recreation of Henry. Hudson ship. It's like a ghost ship coming up the river on that day. So everything is brought back to the foundation. And again, the warning is if you if a nation turns away from the source of all its blessings and powers, they will be removed. So just to, to uh, repeat there, you're saying that on the actual day of 9-11, 2001, this replica of Henry Hudson's uh, ship, was it called the Half Moon? Yes. Um, uh, you know, it's kind of like a tall ship with masts and sails, an old an old style ship vessel was sailing up the Hudson River on the very day of the 9-11 attacks. Yeah, the very sign of the birth of America's economic power linked but to the, the Hudson, the half moon is, is reenacting, reenacting that very thing on that day, the birth of American uh, economic power on that day comes on the day of the tearing down. So, again, you wrote the, the first book, The Harbinger, in 2012. Yeah. So, uh, Harbinger 2 came out last year. Eight years you waited to write the sequel. So, why, why did you decide to go to your publishers in early 2020, really even you know before the pandemic, yeah. and say, this is the year I have to write the sequel? What was it? Well, well, every year, um, you know, I'm I pray what should be the next book, you know, and so it's actually September. I usually start writing in January, and I'm I'm praying, okay, what's the next thing? And I got very a very strong thing that it's after eight years of holding back because I can't, you know, I knew that I, I knew when I wrote the Harbinger, it wasn't the end; it was the beginning of this 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 mystery that's going to unfold. And so I knew it was going to come, but I knew it, I could not write this until the time was right. So I'm, I'm, I'm praying, and that's what I get very strongly. And I got a very strong sense that 2020, this is 2019, 2020 is going to be a year with great shakings beginning on America and the world. Um, and uh, I literally I shared this publicly, and that I had to write the Harbinger too, the sequel, because the shakings that were going to unfold were going to be the continuation of that mystery, that template of judgment. And I had to write it to warn those who would listen uh, of not only of what has happened, what is happening, and what where things are heading. So I went to the publisher in 2020 at the very beginning. I said I have to do it, um, and then I started writing in January. And two months later, 
it all began. Two months later, the plague comes and everything, the shakings come. So, so I knew, so then I, I finished it, came out in September of that year, only because I started writing it before it happened. So you talk about uh, after, you know, uh, the initial breach. So for the uh, ancient Israelis, it was the attack of the Assyrians, this terrorist attack by the Assyrians. In America, it was 9-11. Then there is, this is followed by a lull period where ancient Israel or America, they have time to turn towards God, repent, or face judgment. Now, is there a connection between this lull period and, and uh, the, uh, the period between your book Harbinger and Harbinger 2? Yeah. The, the, the pattern in the Bible, uh, the pattern of national judgment or destruction, is that first comes this warning strike, then, then you know, that, and, and that's exactly what it is. It's a warn them, it's to call them back to avert something much greater. So it happens, in ancient Israel, it happens in 732 B.C., as we said, and then the judgment comes years later. In, in Judah, which is the southern kingdom, uh, or Jerusalem, it happens, it happens also, by, it's the Babylonians who come in, invade, strike, and then there's this period of time, years go by, and then, and then it comes. So the, 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 the years or that lull, as you're saying, um, or sometimes I'll say a window, is there for the nation to come back. It's, it was warned. It's to come back. That, that's the, the heart of God is in judgment. It's saving. So, so it happens. Now, with that, the next part of the pattern, the next part of the template, you have 9-11, is that there's going to be a window of time before the great, great shakings come. And which is, which if a nation does not turn back, it heads towards disintegration. It heads towards, there, you know, in, in the original book, The Harbinger, uh, there's a chapter called Things to Come, and I look back at it, and it is, when I was doing The Harbinger 2, and, and it talks about the way shakings come, and that's where we are. And so I always knew that, that you know, this was, we were in that period, but, and, and not only that, when you, when you, when I mentioned that, Tom Daschle made that, that, that crazy um, pronouncing of judgment. Uh, the, he did the same vow that the leaders of ancient Israel did after their strike, and it was pronouncing judgment. Well, not just that, but at the very last words of his speech, this is the day after 9-11, he says, he, he pronounces the vow, and then he says, this is what we will do. In other words, he's saying America is going to do what he, what he just read, which is Isaiah 9-10. We're going to follow the footsteps of ancient Israel, which means that he didn't know it, he didn't know what he was saying, but that America was not turning back, but was going to be defiant and was actually going to get worse before God was going to start racing away from God, because that's what happened to ancient Israel. So yes, this is the period, and when I was led in 2019, that, that was the, the sense I had that we're we're coming to a key point in this window where shakings are beginning. So, uh, in synagogues around the world, there are these ancient scriptures that are to be read on specific uh, Sabbath days, uh, according to a specific date, and every year on that date, that particular scripture is is read. Mm-hmm. What was being read in synagogues around the world in the days leading up to nine eleven? Yeah, it's called the Parsha, and it's every, and as you said, every synagogue in the world, they open up the scrolls, and then they chant the appointed scripture from ages past. And, and keep in mind, you know, in, in New York, you have more Jewish people than any other place in America. So all over, not only the world, but New York especially, they're actually opening up and they are chanting the scripture. What was the scripture? The scripture is from the book of Deuteronomy, 
And it speaks first about a nation that was blessed by God, but turned away from God. And he starts giving the signs of that uh, military defeat. It says, it says, if you follow God, you'll be the lender to many nations. You'll be the creditor nation. You won't, you won't borrow. Well, America was. But in this time period, in the, in the, the you know, recent times, it turned from the greatest creditor nation. It says, but if you turn away from God, you'll be the greatest debtor nation. Well, or that's exactly what happened to America. But it goes through all these signs. And then it says, it goes specifically what's going to happen um, and it talks about, it says, an enemy will come from far away at 9-11. He will strike the land. He'll strike the land in its gate. Well, the gate of America is New York City. It goes on to say that the, it says that, that the, it talks about the sky above you will be copper or bronze. The, the ground below you will be iron. Well, actually, on 9-11, the ground, the ruins were iron and steel below. It had copper particles all above. It says you'll be groping. It'll be, there'll be a dust raining on the land. Well, 9-11. Um, and I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying it's, it's prophesying 9-11. It's saying that this is the pattern on the signs that are replayed. Then. And then it says, it says you'll be groping in midday like, like a blind man. That's 9-11 there. And it says the enemy will come like an eagle. You know, he'll come from the sky. Well, 9-11 came from the, the terrorists came from the sky, from fatherland. Actually, he'll speak a language you don't understand, the terrorists. He will be, have no compassion. Comes like an eagle, well, every plane. And it specifically, the Hebrew says, he'll come like an eagle swooping down on the land. Well, that's exactly biblical sign of judgment, how 9-11 came. And the first, Richard, the first plane that began 9-11 actually was bearing a symbol on its body. And the symbol on its body was an eagle, but specifically with its with its wings up, its talons down, its head down, an eagle swooping down, the very sign of biblical judgment, and the very same scripture that was chanted throughout the world and, and New York City uh, just in the days leading up to 9-11, and then it happened. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.